Hello, my friend. I got a new microphone. Honestly, I got my first ever microphone microphone, which is kind of ridiculous to think about. <laughs> but I wanted one because I want to figure out everything about podcast podcasting and editing that I can because I want to be a podcast editor freelancer, which I kind of already am, but I want to be able to say like, yes, I am that. And I have all the knowledge about this sphere, you know? And so far I've only been recording podcasts on Zoom. And so I realized that I didn't know about all the equipment and I was like, well, let me get a first equipment kind of thing that's simple and not too expensive because I am a, I, I would like to write a blog for podcasting, um, for podcasting for beginners, which means that you don't have a big budget because if you're a beginner, unless you want to invest everything all at once, you're probably not going to be like, yes, I'm a beginner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invest a lot of money into this. No, you first want to see if you're up for the challenge of doing this a lot and, and if you even enjoy this when you do it more, right? Because... You don't know. You don't know if this is the thing for you. You don't know if this will make you go crazy or make you really happy. Like, it's a process. And so I realized that, and I was like, "Well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a, a not a not the cheapest, but like a one that has good reviews, and I'm just gonna see what happens." So I did. I didn't realize. So I'm not against products from China, but I would like to buy more locally. But I didn't know that this one was coming from China, which I, I could have known, but I, I didn't know how to check. Or I didn't check for this one. I don't know if I knew how to check. I didn't check though. But came from China. It was about 30, 32, 34 euros, which was one of the cheaper ones on the market, right? So I was like, well, I, I, I kind of want a cheaper one, like not the cheapest. I want one with good reviews but I don't have a big budget because I am a student and students don't have a big budget, right? <laughs> I would say so. So yeah, that's basically, that was the start. And now I'm, I figured out the setup. It had a massive echo behind it. It was just awful. I was like, am I bouncing from one wall to the next? What is happening here? So I got the echo figured out. There is a bit of an under sound. I sometimes think under like a little, like a like noise under it so I'm trying to figure out how to get that out if I can edit it out if the microphone broken like how that works but other than that I'm enjoying myself because it feels cool <laughs> I'm just gonna say that because it's true it feels cool it feels cool to have this microphone standing in front of me me talking to my laptop right now because I, I can't plug it directly into my phone but to realize and to see how this works and this whole process of trying to figure out how can I can I write a, a blog that's about podcasting for beginners? Can I be a podcast editor? Because apparently it's a job, it's a freelance gig, it's a big one too. Like I looked up, there are whole groups of people who do this and who talk about their work and how how all this works. And I'm like, this is so cool. I wanna I wanna do this. This is so interesting. And I wanna teach people about it too and you know, help them out. And how can I learn? Which is honestly, I was so interested in podcasts and I, I love listening to a good podcast, which I, I love that you're listening to mine. 
just to say that for sure, like, I love that you're listening to my podcast. I am so happy you're here. If you want to be here more often, please subscribe, follow the podcast so that you know about next time when it comes up. But other than that, I I love doing this and I love talking to people about podcasts. I love talking about podcasting because podcasts really teach you a lot. They can, they deep dive into topics that you would otherwise not learn about. That's why I started the Rethinking podcast for Rethinking Economics and L. That was the whole reason I was like, guys, we should do a podcast. And then the chair was like, yeah, go ahead. And I reacted like, wait, 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 hold up. Me? No, 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 no. I like in my head, I was like, I don't like my voice. I don't want to my have my face on the screen. I and I I had this whole list of stuff of reasons, right? Why I didn't want it. And then I mean, honestly, it was last year, it was August 2020 or or July 2020 when I, I came up with this idea, June, July. And the chair was like, Well, go ahead, good luck. And I was like, but I don't know anything about this, <laughs> which was true. I barely listened to podcasts. I didn't know a whole lot about it. Like, I love YouTube. I love watching videos on YouTube. I love it when people film the podcast and I can watch it on YouTube. It, that's that's my, like, that's, I love doing that because I love watching people converse. I like their facial expressions. I, you know, all that stuff. Like, also when I, when I interview somebody for the podcast, for the Rethinking podcast, I like it when we both have our video on. I had one episode where I interviewed someone from Argentina, I think he was, and the connection was so bad that we had to turn our video off so that we could keep talking. But it was different. It was not as easy to talk with him. No, that's not true. It wasn't harder to talk with him, but you miss the facial expressions that come with something because you have a different way of saying things. So people might get it wrong or they might not understand what you mean. And if you have the facial expression or if you have the hand gestures with it, which I'm doing right now, you can't see it, but I'm doing it. It's different. And I, I really like that. That's what I sometimes miss with podcasting, although it makes it easier, right? Because if you don't have something to watch, you can just listen to a podcast and walk. You can just, you know, you can, I have a friend, she's like, yeah, I have a, I have a 20 minute walk. It's for the podcast, New Mindset, Who This by Case Kenny. I don't know if you know it. It's amazing. She got me into it. Now I'm getting you into it. It's a whole thing. And she has a walk for the Girls Gotta Eat podcast, which is an hour, hour and a half something like that and so she have to she has different routes because because of corona like we like covid really was made us think like so how do we make sure we go outside every day and so she got into this podcasting thing she realized she had different routes she could walk and she would just start with a podcast and she'd be like okay it's it's podcast day (laughs) which for her became monday tuesday and thursday she would go for a walk and she knew that on those days she would go outside for a walk. She would not forget because there was a podcast episode coming out or there was a podcast episode that came out a day before, but she could listen to it on that day because girls got to eat in case Kenny both come out on Monday. So she would plan one of the two on Tuesday and you know, that's how she would do it, which was genius to me. According, like, according to me, that was so smart. So anyway, <laughs> I wanted to give you that, I'll tell you the little story because that's what I'm up to. That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm trying to figure out how to do all this. 
and I I now have my parents' house for myself for a week. They went off on a holiday. My parents, my sister, and my sister's friend, they're gone for a week. I'm taking care of the dog and the plants and myself, <laughs> which is important to add, I think. But that means that I have this house for myself the whole week. And I can set up this podcast studio in small in this house. And I can test all these different things. And I can plan out all the, the podcasts that I have to plan out for rethinking for our new economy, which is another organization that I'm setting up the podcast for. And I want to redo my website so that I can, you know, that, that it looks like a website of a podcast editor and that all the different things. And this is my week of creating and thinking it and thinking it out, figuring it out, getting it down, getting it, getting it done as well. And, and part of that is that I also want to practice being a better speaker on a podcast. And that's also another reason why I love doing this podcast, because I know that I have the tendency to get words that I keep repeating, like, like, or I have the tendency to say uh, a lot, which I don't want to do. I have the tendency to jump from one tree to the next tree to the next tree until I'm in the whole woods and I'm just lost and the listener's lost and they're like, where am I going? What is happening? And it's different because here I am speaking the whole time. Although I hope that you're nodding your head, laughing out loud, talking back to me, even though I can't hear you right now. I hope that's true because I would love that because I know I do that, but, but I can't hear or see that, right? So... I'm trying to figure out these different ways of doing a podcast. This is just me talking. It's different than me interviewing somebody, which I love to do. I love interviewing people. I love, I absolutely love talking to people. Strangers are the best for me. Not, not, that's not true. I love my, my friends and family more than I love strangers, but I love talking to strangers because they turn into friends, you know, and the best friends turn into family and that's for the rest of your life you uh, like you know we hope but um that's a whole different story <laughs> but so this is also a thing i'm trying to work on me losing my train of thought and then like jumping off onto a different road and then just not being able to come back anyway i'm trying to figure out this podcasting thing the different ways to do a podcast because i want to be able to blog about it and i won't be a person who is like pretending to be an expert because if i'm not i'm not going to pretend that i am but I would love to become an expert. And so I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. So the film I want to talk to you about today, I, I do have a film prepared. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, or actually prepared. My dad dragged me into it last night. So we watched, um, it's called Rambo. I think that's what the series of films is called. But the first, it's the first movie. So it's First Blood. First Blood Rambo. Which yesterday night it was on TV and my dad has the tendency to... Oh yeah, the, the guy was called John J. Rambo. My dad has a tendency to drag me into films that I don't know. But he has this sentence. This one is amazing. <laughs> and my dad has great taste in movies. I We don't have a lot of things that we bond over. But movies is one of them. Because... And, and series as well, because we used to watch every Tuesday night when he was here, we would watch NCIS together. And 
when when a good movie was on, when a good film was on TV, he would tell me there's a good film on TV, and I would I would sit with him and we would watch it, and it would be some adventure, some action film, like you know these. <laughs> I love this when when kids or when friends of mine they say like, oh no, I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon growing up because it was too violent, and I was like, oh honey. <laughs> Like I, we watched action. We watched shooting stuff, adventure, all the like Rambo. This kind of stuff I watched growing up. I NCIS, you know, all the blood, all the dead bodies. I grew up watching this stuff. So I, I still, when I, I'm a visual thinker. So still, when I, when sometimes stuff is on the, on the TV. I don't like. I turn my head because I'm like, oh yikes, that's too much for me. Like yeah, yesterday night, some guy like Rambo, he he um he set up a trap that was basically a piece of wood nailed to an to and it was it was linked with a I don't even know how he did it to be honest, but it was so dark, <laughs> which like in the in the film it was dark, but he had a piece of wood with all these like shorter pieces of wood on it and he had cut them into being like points you know like a like basically a wooden knife and he put them all on this long line of wood and then he connected them all and he drew drawn a a line and so one of the guys that was hunting him he walked into this line and then the trap shot back and the, the 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 wooden knife shot into his leg. It was just awful. It was just yikes. I turned my head. I was like, oh my goodness, I can't watch it. I cannot handle this. And <laughs> which was true. I am not a fan of that stuff because I can almost feel it myself, right? It it looked I, I love these films when it's like, yes, it's an older film. It's from 1982. But it's so real. It's so realistic. I, I, I love that about these films. I also love how they're so different from the films that are made these days, which you, you might be able to relate to. These films, they don't care about your feelings. They care about the good story, but they do show feelings. They do show a good, they have a good story. Or this film, at least it has a great story. A veteran from the Vietnam War in a time where when they would get back, they weren't appreciated. They they were hunted. They were treated like they were beasts. They were not treated like people, which is insane because of all the stuff that they went through. He, at the end of the film, spoiler alert, <coughs> at the end of the film, he says... I came back, I got out of the plane and there were all these people protesting the Vietnam War. I'd lost, like, he was like, I lost all my guys. I lost all my, my brothers, my friends. And I'm the only one, I'm the only one here. And he, he tells this story of this, of his friend who, this kid walks up to them and, and tries to give them this, uh, you know, the box to clean their shoes and, he was telling them off and telling the kid off and telling the kid off. And, and the guy he was with, his friend, he at some point was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll grab it. And then Rambo walked into the shop and, and the guy opened the box and the box blew up. And 
or he wasn't even in the shop yet, but he walked over somewhere else and the guy opened the box. The box blew up. There was a bomb in there. And so it blew him to pieces. And Rambo was like, I, I was in, like, my friend was in pieces. He was all over me. He was all around me were pieces of him. And, and I, and he was like, I just, I want to go home. I want to see my friends. And Rambo was like, but I can't find your legs. I don't know where they are. That kind of stuff. And that's real. That's not, it might've been made up for this story, but that's a very real thing that happens in war. And I, I'm, I'm fascinated by war, not because I like war, but because I have so much respect for people who go and fight in wars like everybody in the military you have my utmost respect if you're a veteran i have so much respect for that i i i wanted to be in the military but i don't have the physical like i am not i don't know how to train that i would be good enough for that i still want to try it didn't happen so far my path might not be that but I might be able to serve the military in another way in a couple of years, um, which is part of my plan, <laughs> long-term plans. But I have so much respect for guys like this. And the way he was treated when he walked into this town, it, oh my goodness, it just hurt my heart. I was like, why would, why would you be so mean to someone who got out of such a horrible, horrible situation? It was it's just an awful place to to be and to go. Like I this this morning or this afternoon, I was reading uh, Simon Sinek Leaders Eat Last. I almost finished it because I've been I've been starting to read all these books and then I never finished any of them because I you know I would jump into another book or I would be too busy or I would be too occupied with something else and I wouldn't make the time to actually finish them. So now I've said the goal for this week to actually finish the books I started, <laughs> which somehow is harder than I I thought it would be. But I, I used to read a whole lot more than I do now and I miss it. And I know that I, I learn a lot from it. So that's what I'm doing. But what he said about about the the culture that's in the military as well. It's it's your brothers, your 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 team and you're not just any team you're so close together you have such a high trust it's such an amazing it's such an amazing place to it sounds i don't know if it is but it sounds like such an amazing place to live and work and grow and and become a better person and he also says that the guys who go into the military and girls but the the people who go into the military they don't like the war. They hate the war. But they are grateful for the experience because it taught them a lot about life and about people and about themselves and about what they want from life and about how the world is and how they want the world to be. Because you can close your eyes for all the bad in the world, right? You can pretend it's not there, but that's not going to make it go away. And going out there to fight it is such a beautiful admirable thing that when people from the military get home we should not 
behave like the people in this village, but mostly this one dang sheriff. They, oh my goodness, they wanted to lock him away for something that he did nothing. He did nothing wrong. He didn't need someone to be mean to him, rude to him, any of that. What he needed was a kind person who would give him a job, give him a thing to do, a place to live, and just some people to talk with. Because that's what he said, right? At the end when he was crying and sobbing and sobbing his eyes out, he's like, I didn't have anyone to talk to. Exactly. Why not be that person a veteran can talk to? If you can help them get a job, and it doesn't have to be like some major blah, blah, blah job, just get them a job in a supermarket where they have to talk to people. And even if that's just high and buy and here's your, and this is the price, get them a job working in a garden. And be like, like, I, I was thinking about this because I, right now I don't have the means or the capacity or the ability to do that. But, I know that in the future, if I can do something that gives jobs to people who, who by society are sometimes seen as like, no, you can't, like, no, which I think in the Netherlands were, were not, like, and this was with the Vietnam War, right? So it was different times as well. But I think in the Netherlands, we have a lot of respect for veterans. I'm not sure. I know I have, but, and I know my family has, but I don't know about other people or families. But if someone was in such a bad place, I would love to have the means to be able to say, hey, here's a job. Here's enough money for you to stay in this room. So I'm going to pay that room for you so you won't be getting that money. You will be getting that home, the place to call home. And you can earn next to that. You will earn some money, obviously, like you're not going to live on my on my um you're not gonna live because I give you food. It's like, no, here's a room, here's a paycheck, here's a job. And if you need it, here's a psychologist. By the way, if you want it, I'm um you're open to have come have dinner at my house. You're open to come and become friends with, you know, the people in the village or the city wherever I live. I can help you out. Because I do think that that's a big part of the problem that people don't have people to talk to to help them out whereas if they would they would be they could be so much better off they could be so much like they call them drifters in this movie they call him a drifter and i i, I was thinking about this because i was like yeah he's a drifter because there's there's nobody for him left i don't know about the rest of you know, his family or something like that. But I know that he, everybody in his platoon or or not his platoon, what is the word for it? Well, in his team, they all died, right? So he's the only one left. So he doesn't have any close people. I don't know how long he was gone, but if you're four years gone and you, it's like 1970s, the Vietnam War. So it's also a different time. You, you can't just reach out to people from all across the world that easily. It's so important to think about this and to to be kind to these people because they they could use your help. They could use a pick-me-up. They could use a kind person to be like, hey, you need a place to stay? Let me help you find one. You need a job? Let me help you find one. 
And yeah, they, they will have to prove themselves to be proper employees. They will have to prove themselves to be nice guests. They will have to prove themselves to be a good friend. But you can just extend the hand and then give them the chance. Because this sheriff didn't even give him a chance. He was mean to him from the get. And there was no reason to be that. And then everything happened, right? Arando, all the things. He went wild. Which you can't really blame the guy. You cannot. I, I, I believe that you can't blame the guy for what he did. After all the trauma he went through. Of course it was wrong what he did. I'm not saying it was right. But after all the trauma he went through. You can't blame him. Not really. I'm, I, I'm mad at the sheriff. To be honest. So. I, that's what I really wanted to share. I highly recommend this film. I don't know if you know a lot about the war. If you don't. I highly recommend you learn more about wars. And soldiers. And. And the special platoons in the army, special forces. I I just really recommend this film. Because I think this happens more or happened more than we 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 hear about. You know, like all the trauma that comes from going to war, fighting in a war, but not even like not even war. There are a lot of jobs where there's trauma that we don't know about. We don't necessarily see. We don't necessarily hear about. But it really hurts people. It really it really changes them. But it doesn't mean it can't they can't change back because they can. Or they can change and move forward because they can. But we as people also have to be like, hey. I I can see you're bothered. Do you need help? Do you do you need a meal? If the sheriff had said, "Do you need a meal?" instead of "Get a hell out of my fi- village," you are not allowed to eat here. Like there's no food for you here. It's thirty miles down the road. I was like, "Oh my goodness, are you crazy?" And also for your like for your humanity, but. For the sheriff, it was like for your own safety. Just extend the hand. The worst thing... No, that's not true. But you could be wrong. And that would be too bad. Yes. But then you're wrong knowing that you tried. And I I do think that that's worth something. Now, of course, there are instances like don't go to a, a, a weird place where no one else is around all that stuff like make sure that you're also safe this person turns out to be a maniac you don't know blah 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 but if you go to it if you you're like hey you need a dinner and they're like yeah but i i i'm now if they look a little a little lost you can even just tell them where it is they'll appreciate it and then if you go there and you see them a couple days later you say hey how was your dinner what are you up to? Are you are you staying around here? Are you are you traveling onwards? Where do you, where are you going? And if they're like, hey, yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm looking for a job. You're like, well, the local grocery store needs a person, or the the pickup people need a person, or the I don't know, the postal, the mailman needs a help. I uh, someone needs their garden fixed. Do you want a job? And if they're like, yeah, okay, 
cool. Where are you staying? I don't, I don't know. I don't have a place to stay. Well, there is a there's a nice hostel down the road. There's a little bit of a fancier hotel up there. And there's a really fancy place like down down that road, but I don't know if you can afford it. It's not really worth it to be honest, but it's a, I mean it's a nice place. And then they know that they can go to you if they have any questions and and that you're available. And not that they can come up to your house and and like scare you or something and or not that they're immediately your friend, but they know that there's one person that's willing to talk to them and be a good person. Sometimes that's all you need. So yeah, that's what I want to close with. Just a little thought for today. I hope you have a wonderful day, my friend. And until next time. Bye.